this week on Generation Fangirl. Whenever I smell Aquanet, I will always think of conventions. You couldn't walk two feet without bumping into a homestuck troll. Listen, that was the year that we crammed seven people into a room, and I was miserable. I had two Koras that I had never met before be like, do you want to take a picture with me? And I was like, yeah. And then they got down on one knee, and they were like, fake proposed to me. Oh, no, no. Thank you, Bacchus. We're fine. And he said, as you were. Welcome to Generation Fangirl. I was born in the 80s. And I was born in the 90s. And together we talk about everything from special effects makeup to overcramming suitcases for conventions and everything in between. That sounded very you? personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds like I've lived through it, right? <laughs> Dark times. For Christmas, I asked for two like really nice hardcover suitcases so I could fit yes. armor and stuff for cosplay when I travel. It was amazing. I love them. They're my children. Yes, I've always seen those and I've always wanted a reason to get them and to fill them up with stuff. It's really so, nice. They have like a ton of like compartments and things. And sorry, uh, I'm going to be like a little geeky about like no, organizing okay. for a moment. Yeah, they have tons of compartments and there's like dividers that go in between the like cups of the suitcase. And they also have those like those belts. So once you pack all your things in, the little belts will like cinch it in so it doesn't move. And they're very spacious. It's that's, very exciting. That's very good. Welcome, welcome to Generation Fangirl, where we talk about luggage. Yeah. It's okay, it's relevant, because today's episode is all about conventions. It's convention story time. Yeah, and it's good, because we've been around conventions for a while. Like, I, I thought about, about it the it. other day, and I was just mm-hmm. like, I've been going to conventions for over 10 years. Wow. I've been going to conventions for, I think, 10 or 11 years now. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm just like, wow, wow. Yeah, there has there has not been a year where I have not gone to a convention of some sort, which is very. If I Damn. went a whole year, I'd be like, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what do I what do I do with my free time? <laughs> what would, what been... would I be doing with all this money? What I would else, be saving. What else would I be doing with my money? <laughs> Putting it in a savings account? What? <laughs> Please, not spending it on tons of fabric that I keep in my closet. It's fine. I think, so I haven't been cosplaying for 10 years. It'll be 10 years come next year. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we've been around for a while now. <laughs> it's it's fine. But first, we have a lot of trailers to talk about. Yes. And I'm going to let you up. go first because okay. you've been waiting for this moment for a very <laughs> okay. long time. See, I was going to put it last, but we can, no, we can start with No, mine. I think so, we need to talk about it right now. So today is February 28th, uh, 2019, and the new Dark Phoenix trailer, trailer number two, dropped yesterday, uh, and it was very good, and I'm very happy about it. It dropped, and I was, like, refreshing the X-Men Twitter page for literally, like, half an hour, waiting for it to, like, drop, because it was on uh, James Fallon's show, and Jessica Chastain was on it, and then they aired the trailer, and it was really good. Because it's really funny, and you mentioned it before, so now I'm like, now I have to keep it up with that. Okay. So, yeah, he did an okay job, but the trailer was really great, and I loved it, and do you want me to touch on some things? Yeah. yeah like, okay, what, a- what, what were your impressions? Because you saw it too, right? Yeah, well, I mean, as a very casual X-Men fan, I really enjoyed it. 
and I it's just I don't know it's just yeah. the way that like it, it got me hyped up and I was like ooh, this looks good and it's yeah. like I've been by your side as you've been struggling to just get any sort <laughs> of a trailer from this movie that should have come out what like four months ago I'm just I'm just in this fucking desert. I'm in this yeah. wasteland. No, so it was supposed to come out in like December 2017. Yeah. Or at least in December 2017, EW released a whole issue on it. Like Dark Phoenix, the first look. And it has Sophie Turner in flames on the cover and it's awesome. I have it at my bedside. It's fine. Uh, it's a good, it's a very good issue. So, and then it was supposed to come out that summer and then it was pushed back to like November 2018. And then it was pushed back to February 2019 and now it's finally going to come out on June 7th 2019 and I am very excited for it sorry I just got distracted because this my fucking neighbor with his acoustic guitar at all hours of the day is strumming okay okay he stopped (laughs) maybe he heard me nope he's still going please just let me love dark phoenix in peace um but i really really like the trailer i thought it looked awesome so like we've seen the dark phoenix story before mm-hmm. um not only in the comics but especially in like x3 the third x-men movie which is very bad and i tried re-watching it recently and i literally had to stop halfway through and i was like you know what i've seen enough and kind of like take it back but this is really this i'm really excited for dark phoenix because the whole movie is going to be like focusing actually on Jean Grey and it was mm-hmm. it's going to give her the limelight that she deserves and the focus that she deserves as like a hero and her like villain counterpart of the Phoenix still not really sure what Jessica Chastain's character is doing in it yeah I was trying to figure mm-hmm. that out but maybe she's very be mysterious we don't know yeah she's she's an ant she's like an alien from another like from space who wants to harness the Phoenix energy apparently but they're not really that telling us like who right. she is yeah because like they're not dealing with like the Shi'ar or the uh, scrolls from Marvel because that's like what Captain Marvel's doing. So people yeah. are like, I, don't I mean, know what is always doing. like they always like to do stuff in space. Yeah, they, they they go to space a lot, and the X Men actually haven't gone to space in any of the movies. So no. this is very like exciting. In X three, it was just treated as like she had an alternate personality that was hidden from. Anyway, it's a lot. I love Famke Jensen. Like I think she's a wonderful Jean Grey, and her all red suit is just fantastic in in that movie. But it's still just anyway. um, But (laughs) the new and the new poster also dropped like a couple days ago, and I remember I read an article about it about people. Someone was like oh the x logo how derived like we've seen that before and i'm like what are you talking about this is the x-men of course they have to have a big x logo on the poster yeah i, love I thought the it poster. was cute i love both of them right i really am excited for this i'm like a really casual fan um i still really and we talked about this in the marvel episode but like i really love like the first x-men movie and stuff like that and then yeah. as more of the movies came out i kind of was like eh, yeah these are cool but like I'm really excited to see this one. Like I yeah. actively am going to go see it and not just wait until like it comes out on DVD or whatever. Yes. But I was like, yeah, yes, I would go yes, see it. Yes. So like, I was really yes, surprised yes, yes. by how much I was interested in seeing it. So like, honestly, really cool. they convinced honestly, me. I, I was kind of worried that the, that the trailer would be bad. I was half expecting it to be oh, bad. It's a good trailer. Like, right. Not like, I like, I don't think that the first trailer was bad. It was more just like, okay we've seen this before mm-hmm. like in x3 but i like this one is very dark and dramatic uh and intense and there was literally no lick of humor at all in it so i'm curious to see how exactly how grim dark it's gonna be 
But yeah. I think like well, just having Sophie Turner as the main character, as opposed to like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, like trying to mm-hmm. figure out what's going on with Jean. It's like, it, it really changes their perspective. And and I like that the trailer, it didn't like, it didn't even focus on Cyclops. Like we see mm-hmm. him shouting a couple times, but it's like everyone else is supporting characters to Jean. And this is her like story, her struggle. I'm really yeah. excited about that. Yeah. She actually yeah. was like the main focus of the whole mm-hmm. trailer, which it was edited in a way that I haven't seen in a long time pretty much like it doesn't give away the whole story Mm -hmm. but it also gives enough to where like you're interested but there's a lot of questions so it's like it made me interested to like actually go see it because now I'm like oh well what the heck is going on and it doesn't like I said it doesn't give away the whole movie yeah because like we've seen a lot of Jean on the like Genosha like so she when she like throws the cop car and stuff we've seen a lot from mm-hmm. that scene when the X-Men show up in their uniform and they're like Jean calm down and so that makes me think that that scene is in the front half of the movie maybe like at like 25 minutes or something and I'm really curious to see like how the rest of the movie is going to plan out because that looks like it's the beginning like the awakening of her powers but mm-hmm. it's also pretty obvious that Mystique's gonna die and that, yeah yeah so I'm I'm curious I'm like very curious as to why they just kind of have given us that spoiler already unless it's a red herring and she doesn't Mm -hmm. actually die which is kind of what I'm hoping for like it almost seems too obvious the way that they keep showing Mystique that she in like someone's grave like but Hank is so upset over her grave that he would only be upset if it was Mystique that died so of course it has to be her right I don't I don't see who would have died like maybe like what Moira McTaggart maybe but then Charles would be more upset. But he is drinking in one scene. And, like, he is distraught. I'm just, mm, there's so many, like, questions about what they chose to reveal and what could be, like, left in the story. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very curious about it. Yeah. But um, I think the blue makeup looks great Yeah. on Mystique and Hank. Uh, Mystique, her, we didn't really get to see her, like, scaly arms or anything. But nah. I thought that we got, we got some good close-ups, which makes me... Uh, more confident that they are actually finished filming the movie now mm-hmm. whereas the first trailer was like the first trailer <laughs> dropped when like in December when we still thought that it was going to come out in February and then two days after the first trailer dropped they're like oh we've pushed it back to June and I'm like this is this is fine <laughs> it's not being pushed back to like August or anything now so I'm okay. I'm happy. Yeah, it looks good. But let's talk about the two other trailers we saw. Yes, I think we've talked enough about Dark Phoenix. Uh, so the other trailer that came out, well, let's start with Detective Pikachu because the second yes. trailer came out with that. I don't mm-hmm. have a ton to say about it except that I'm I'm really excited for this movie a it lot more than the first so one. Weird. It looks so and weird. Like, and I like love fun. it, and I feel mm-hmm. like it was made for me as like a thirty-something year old that was like. 10 when original pokemon came out so yeah, it's, like, it's like i'm like okay this is this is perfect it's weird i don't get it and i like it i think it's like it's like made for adults who want to live in a world with pokemon like mm-hmm. with the like machamp stopping traffic and there's yes. like a snorlax sleeping in the street the snorlax looks so cute and adorable and those cute little bulbasaurs oh the fucking i want to i throw myself into the sun <laughs> every time i see them i'm just like <laughs> She's like, I want to go to there. Mm-hmm. The only weird thing is that they kind of have like, I mean, it's like their Pokemon fighting rings. And so that's like a little weird. But yeah. also like that's that's also the nature of Pokemon. So I I get it. But it's 
it's funny that the quote unquote seedy underbelly of the Pokemon world is still portrayed with such vibrancy and like humor and that makes me very it makes me a lot more receptive to the tone of it because i was definitely skeptical when i saw that ryan reynolds was going to be the voice of pikachu but we all were we were like what is happening like who 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 dreamt this up why also you know what i saw a tweet i don't remember exactly word for word what it said but somebody was like you know ryan reynolds took this role so that he could make fun of it in deadpool 3 oh god he's like he's gonna make pikachu jokes Oh my like, god. I'm like, I'm fine with You're it. You're right. You're right. And I'm like a little upset about it, but I'm I'm more ups- I'm more excited for Detective Pikachu than I am upset about him. So yeah. I think I it'll thought, be like, fine. when the when the kid, uh, I think the character's name is Tim, played by what's his name? Justice Smith. He like comes into the room and there's just like papers everywhere and like mm-hmm. cu- like cup coffee cups everywhere mm-hmm. and cute little caffeinated pikachu's like ah my clues he's so adorable also pikachu says hell yeah pikachu says hell nintendo lets him curse now <laughs> yeah i was like this is the craziest timeline and i'm just happy to be here i'm i'm just happy to be here let let pikachu say fuck actually don't let him i it's too precious well actually i don't know i, I thought i didn't want him to say hell but it, it was actually very funny so it's fine maybe i'm here for it i also really like the giant pikachu balloon because mm-hmm. they exist in a pokemon world where like people still fucking love pokemon mm-hmm. and then mewtwo was there also yeah what that was twist. weird what a twist and he's twist. like "Ooh, what a twist yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it was all very very good i'm very excited it's just that is a perfect like go to the draft house or movie movie studio girl or, or wherever and like Fuck i would yeah. like an adult beverage and i would like to watch pokemon please hell yeah and it's so smart that that trailer dropped what three days ago and then two mm-hmm. days ago the new pokemon game was announced and yes. trailer dropped. so i have like kind of a weird like i love pokemon i really do but like I've never really been able to finish the newer games. Like I just get like, I get like, like 70% there. And then I just get distracted by some other game. And I'm like, eh, I did enough. And so. Peeps, peeps, I am right there with you. I think the last Pokemon game I finished was Sapphire. Mm -hmm. And I still really want to finish Moon though. Like I'm I'm pretty close to finishing. And I I loved Sun and Moon when it came out. And just Mm -hmm. like being in that whole hype, I think. I think I like the Alola atmosphere more than yeah. the one in Sword Shield, but that's just a personal preference. But yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield is coming out in what this fall, which seems so soon. Yeah, oh I think. Gosh. Well, I think it's going towards maybe closer to like a Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember it was late 2019. I don't know if it was fall. It came I don't out remember. in. It came out in November. I oh no, it I came mean out like. About, oh no, I meant like the, oh, the new one coming out. Oh, the year. new one. It's yeah. It said it said fall 2019. Oh, I thought it said yeah. late 2019. Okay, then never yeah, it mind. Says Maybe out, I'll get it from my fall. But fall can also mean like November. So that's so. true. I, but um, this one is set in like a this one is set in a idyllic England countryside, which I'm also about. Yes. That ha- that house covered in ivy is very cute. Dude, I lost my mind. That's mm-hmm. my thing. <laughs> that is my thing. There's also a scene where can't tell oh. if it's like a lab or a library or something, but it's like a bunch of bookshelves and like plants everywhere. And I was mm-hmm. like, just kill me. Just let me die. You're here. just like I just want to live there. No, that yeah. place totally just screams peony. I, it really I'm, does. More than anything, I'm just excited to be caught up in the wonderful, like, happy, idyllic hype that is Pokemon. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm always trying to chase that. I'm always just chasing that feeling of po- when Pokemon Go first came out and everything mm-hmm. was right with the world for those hey, like still three, Nobody else those does, three but... golden weeks. No, but when everyone did mm-hmm. and, and, and there was, there was no problems. Yeah. No, I went to a, I went to a meetup here. I was there. I saw you there. Oh, that's right. And then we got a, we got a Gyarados and everyone was screaming and hugging strangers because a Gyarados was so crowded. It was so crowded. It's so crazy because, okay, so we were at this big park, which is where a bunch of, just a bunch of Pokemon were coming Mm -hmm. up. And there's like this kind of fountain area and everybody was, yeah, yeah. And everybody was just running, like sprinting over there. And I was like why is everyone freaking out and i get over there it's a freaking gyarados and we're all like level five so <laughs> yeah everyone's a baby because the, the game had just come out i think yeah. earlier that week like it, week was, before. it was real but good it's like i like i had to be dropped off because there was no parking obviously oh and yeah it was just, yeah we it had was to uber over here full of people and i like everyone just walking around catching pokemon on their phones and chatting and i wore my best pokemon shirt and it's just what a good friendly time. Yeah. And I'm really excited for this new good. game. People were walking around with like the the team symbols and everything. Oh, yeah. Like flags. Yeah. Like flags it and was like like, crazy. like they were having like meetups. And I've never experienced something so like that that wasn't like at a convention where it was yeah. already like planned. Yeah, that was like, the weird thing. I was like, I feel like I'm at a convention, but like I'm not. I'm just in my yeah. town. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was it was good stuff. But one last question before we get into our actual I'm topic. ready. I think I know what this is. Yeah. Uh I just want to know your opinions on the starters. I think they're adorable. I love they're, them. Usually I have like they're a favorite awesome. and now yeah. I'm like, man, I like all of them though. Right. I, I like I think this is I this is the most I've been really excited for the starter announcements in a long time. Like mm-hmm. I loved I got Poplio last time because I, I love its final Evo, but like the all three of these, what is it, Scorbunny, Sobble, and Grookey are mm-hmm. so cute. And I as soon as Scorbunny appeared, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want that one. And then yeah. Sobble appeared and I'm like, wait, that one's really cute. And then Grookey appeared and all his thing is just like dumb little grass monkey i don't even like monkeys that much but i'm i'm definitely getting grookey yeah i'm not sure i need a i one of our mutual friends made a tweet i think about like i need to see the final evolutions before or not oh and like i I I need to i need to see the yeah i need to see the final one I'm an idiot. I'm sold. I'm gonna get Grookey, even if Grookey turns into this terrible, very muscly monkey. Oh, and I'm he gonna will. hate it. But I know. They're all gonna just have they're all just gonna be shredded and I'm gonna be so shredded. <laughs> it's okay. Check out this buff Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> Your Pokemon used to be cute and now it can carry you. <laughs> good. So I love I'm, it. I'm very excited. They look really cute. It. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm in a very good like Pokemon vibe right now it's it's good stuff so you have been out of town recently yes i was i would like to know about it it was wonderful and it it also comes into our our main topic of con story time i -hmm. won't get too much into this one because i know we want to be focusing a little more on first con things or like like early con days and also the story of how we met which will be a trip yes i'm very excited to share notes on this 
Oh, it's um, real cat- good. It's <laughs> the, the it's the inspiration for this whole episode, actually. It is. It is. I don't. I don't even know like how to describe it without like getting into it. But Katsu was great. Katsu was awesome. I didn't know. I know earlier before the episode, we were kind of talking about how um, seeing a lot of crossovers at conventions is has become a little more normal now. Like I saw these amazing um, Brooklyn Nine Nine cosplayers. Yes, at, at I saw them. Yeah, you saw the photo. I think I saw them from afar, but then I saw like a I photo saw of a one of, my of them, mm-hmm. and I was and they like. like they look like just like Jake Peralta and Terry. And I'm just yeah. like, what? They looked amazing. Even Terry had like a little cup of yogurt and the suspenders. I'm like, y'all look incredible. This is very See, funny. like that's the crazy thing is that like I love all these like non-video game, non-anime cosplays that are happening. Cause like I've seen like I think it was also at Katsukon, but I saw like the good place cosplayers and they oh, looked really? really Yeah. It was like, oh, this is this is nice. I like right. this. I think people are um, like as we've gotten older and we've had more years of cosplay experience on us. Mm-hmm. We like people are getting more into the costuming aspect of it. Not, not yeah. that like they weren't before, but I think it's more like sometimes it seems more for fun instead of just trying to adhere to. Oh, I'm going to an anime convention. I'm going to cosplay my favorite anime character. Yeah, because um, that's actually kind of what I used to do, kind of when I first started going to mm-hmm. conventions. But now, I mean, cosplay, people cosplay for so many reasons. It's like people yeah. like to do the the crafting part. People really love this character or people just want another way like, to express their love of the show or something. Yeah. And or, it's, or people it's do so like, cool. And especially like with the like rise in popularity of real play podcasts, again, like people cosplaying from the Adventure Zone or um, Critical Role, I feel mm-hmm. like people are, there's a there's a lot more freedom now in cosplay and yeah. And, designing I think um which is very fun because people can dress up and design characters that like I've seen people dress up as their own D&D characters or Mm -hmm. designing what they think that Taco from Adventure Zone looks like or Critical Role is a little different because they have specific set designs but people can still get really creative with what kinds of fabric they use and the embellishments that they add to it yeah Uh, and it's it's and Katsukon is like where everyone brings their big cosplays because that atrium has such nice lighting. Everything looks so good in it. And mm-hmm. it's really inspiring to see everyone's big things. Oh, um, yeah. Like, so there's a there's a trend on YouTube of, of CMVs or cosplay music videos. Which yeah. Is, and, like, I will watch those to get me hyped up to work on my own. And yeah. usually it's always Katsukon because that's where all the best ones are. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the best feeling you can get from leaving a con is coming back excited to make more cosplay instead mm-hmm. of you know drained and and calm yeah. depressed but I'm, I'm very excited for I, I think I want to I'm going to try and make AX happen and I'm excited because I want to like design my own coordination type things that I can make nice, myself nice, nice. yeah yeah kind of a little more freedom to the cosplay of it yeah I want to and do some I think Pokemon it's cosplay with you yes Pokemon Gajinkas are also lots of fun because you can just you can interpret it how you want and you mm-hmm. start with that base like aesthetic or color combo or yep. prominent features of a Pokemon. I want to do a Sableye with those big, those big sparkly eyes. Yeah, that looks <laughs> terrifying. You have fun with that. I love Sableye. That's my, they're my Actually, no, if you did like really cool sunglasses. Yeah, you know those sunglasses with the like dual yeah, tone okay, that, that apparently you can't cool. see out of? No, that's my plan. Like that, that would but be like cool. a Lolita cord is my idea. <gasps> yeah, I know. I already okay. have this planned out. We'll share notes. We'll, uh, 
Okay. We, we gotta, because I've made so coffee. many plans with other people of like ideas. Cause like I've always wanted to do like one person does a Pokemon and the other person does like the evolved version of it or something. And like oh, yeah. plans always fell through. Like I had plans to do like a Vulpix and a Ninetales one and that fell through. And I'm just like, uh, come the on, thing, somebody the, get us with me. The thing with Gajinkas and with self-design cosplay is like you have to be really invested in like what you're making or like the what you want to to make happen because with co- with with characters it's like i feel like it's really easy to get um motivated again about like mm-hmm. loving that character so much like i was cosplaying maribel from fire ramble and i just like reread some of her supports in the games and i'm just like i love you so much you're so good or like re-watching episodes of your favorite anime that you're making the cosplay for it helps you stay motivated but with self-designed stuff you really gotta you gotta do it for the art yeah, I mean, I just want to make pretty focused. stuff. That's all I want to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Just want to make we'll pretty shit. Put it on my body. But that's what I love about the freedom that cosplay now has. At least I feel mm-hmm. like this maybe maybe this comes with my age of not caring so much about it does stuff. Yes, it happened yes. to me. Or rather, rather <laughs> allowing myself to care about the things that I want to care about and just putting my energy in that, as opposed to your first con, which was kind of very like a baby like a baby calf learning to yeah. walk with wobbly yeah. legs and not you knowing just what want to look expect. as cool as everybody else so should we start would you like to talk about like your first con experience first con stories yeah why don't, or why don't you go you yeah why don't you go first sure okay um so i actually have like a few random answers that are technically all first and stuff but i do have an actual answer my (laughs) my one rule is that you have to kind of ballpark guess what year it happened in because we have to age ourselves and i am dying to know how long this was oh yeah well okay so first off i've actually been going to like comic book conventions since i was really little elementary school because my dad used to take me and those were totally different like the only people that cosplayed were older guys that had jobs and money and they were like i'm gonna be a full-on klingon because i have the money to yeah, buy a like, thing and you're like, like okay trooper or storm yeah or like yeah exactly it was all like official like uniforms or whatever and so that was like first time i ever really saw cosplay and then actually at while i was in high school there was this teeny tiny con it was called chibi con and oh my gosh <laughs> Yeah, I remember it, that. Yeah, and it was like it, it was just this girl, like this girl that was in my Japanese class in high school. It's like her and her mom just made this con and it was oh, like really? they rented out, yeah, they just like rented out like the theater room of like the community college and and we just had a Saturday night there and it was there was only like 20 people there, but it was like I mean, it was so small, like nothing happened. It was, but it That's was like so the first cute. con I technically ever went to, but it wasn't I really like. hearing about that for sure. Yeah, it was very tiny. It was literally like just my high school anime club pretty much making it. <laughs> and, but my first actual con that my friends and I went to was 2006 and it was a con uh. <laughs> oh, in man. Dallas. And I don't know how we even found out about it, but this was, okay, so this was the first summer after high school. I graduated high school in 2005, (laughs) and then then we all went off to college, and then we were all coming back for summer, back home, and so we were like, we should go to this 
anime con in Dallas. Like people do like cosplay stuff there and there's like all sorts of stuff. And so that was just our plan. And it was in what, like June or something. I can't remember, but so we would all like separately work on, we actually didn't start working on outfits yet. Like a lot of us would like buy outfits or Mm -hmm. buy cosplays from like China. (laughs) I'm surprised that they like, that you could find yeah well you could find a few they had to be very popular like okay i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess uh haruhi suzimiya for one Uh, right i don't think that was even out oh my god really oh yeah i'm aging us even further yeah because like what what what, like Uh, inuyasha like i can't yeah like stuff like that like you could get like really generic things like that i just remember like Two thousand like sailor Fuku. Yeah, yeah. You could get like like the kids <laughs> and stuff like that. Like oh, yeah. yeah, but it was all stuff like because like cosplay was was starting up in in Japan, obviously. Like mm-hmm. they I mean they were like producing pre-made cosplays and stuff over there. And I think they were just starting to kind of import them over in America. Like you had to go looking for them, but you could buy like official like the school uniforms or whatever from whatever show and yeah that was like I don't even really remember what we were we were just like excited to be there because it was like that was like the first time that I ever like went somewhere for a weekend with like out my parents and yeah, stuff y'all, y'all stayed in a hotel room <laughs> yeah we stayed in a hotel and it was like you know not at the actual con it was at some like cheap hotel and mm-hmm. we had like 10 people in the room <laughs> like everybody does that in their first first few years of going cons like yeah i uh it just we were such babies that's all i remember we were just excited to be it felt like a little mini vacation in dallas we were like, yay, we're at an anime con. This is so cool. And that's my first con memory. <laughs> I remember that was good. the first time I ever, um, oh gosh, what's that hairspray? The, the, uh, got uh, to be? The no, the other one. Be. No, the other one oh. from the 80s. It's in a purple can. Aquanet. <laughs> so that was so that was the first con that I ever smelled Aquanet. And now oh I will God. always, whenever I smell Aquanet, I will always it's think amazing. of conventions. Because as That's we'll talk about later, as we'll talk about later, we did not have a lot of products for making wigs. So it was <laughs> Aquanet and got to be and that was it. <laughs> I actually have a secret to that. We can go ahead and get into that right now. Because sure. That comes up with my first con memories. So my first, so I guess my very first conventions, I went for a couple years to um, Onicon in Houston uh, mm-hmm. when it used to be at the George R. Brown because my mom worked with the George R. Brown on some things and she came to me like, oh, uh, they're having an anime convention there. You like anime? This was my, ni- I was in ninth grade, I guess. Um, and so she got some tickets for me and some friends and we went one day and it was just like, this is a whole new world. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like walking down like and seeing the artist alley tables, which were mm-hmm. more like, maybe they had a few anime type things, but a lot of it was like, um, I don't know, little knit dragons and stuff like that. My yeah. mom got some scarves and a button that said anime mom on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And she still proudly has it. She has it on her dresser table. It's really, that wasn't like our first cons, but the first commission I cosplayed at was in 2010 before I graduated high school. I'm young. Um, no, you're not. I'm old. Decided to, <laughs> we decided to cosplay from Ace Attorney. 
Like, mm-hmm. as you know, we've talked about this. I was my FA. I had two friends. One is uh, my consistent cosplay friend and another one, we co- we still cosplay sometimes. Um, she's into a little more like arts, art kind of uh, voice acting and stuff like that. But we were Maya Faye, Mia Faye, and Emma Sky from the first game. And I remember, okay, so I have two stories about this. The first one is I remember like being in, like standing in my shower with my friend trying to helping her straighten her brown curly wig because for some reason we couldn't find a brown straight wig because finding wigs that were an okay quality was very hard dude my maya wig my first one my first one was a rat's nest the only wigs that you could get yeah the only wigs you could get were either super shiny costume wigs from halloween stores or like medical wigs that were like $300. <laughs> hey, the, so the, everyone just had shiny wigs. At least like at least mine was like a black wig and not like white cuz white early mm-hmm. wigs with those shines, mm-hmm. but the black the Maya wig was actually pretty thick. Like the bangs came out really thick. And I think you could maybe see some wefts in the back a little bit, but it was it was yeah, fine. It was fine did. in the end. Combing it out was like hell. But we had to my, so we like googled like how to straighten wigs and there were a few things on that but ended up using like steam and all this stuff but my friend yeah because um, you could not bought- use like hair straighteners it would get too it would mm-hmm. melt so my friend bought from online um this product that she read was really good at detangling and i swear by it to this day it's called silky and yaki silky spelled like silky and yaki y-a-k-i and huh. it has like jojoba oil in it and it's it's the best synthetic wig detangler ever and i love it Dang. a lot and a whole bottle lasted me like five years and i'm on my second bottle and i'm like almost out now and it's been 10 years since i've been cosplaying and oh my gosh. it is my it is my trade secret it's so nice i love it and then like it's just it's so funny to see the things that worked back then and what work now and how you mm-hmm. like the learning curve of learning new tips and stuff now yeah. like my new favorite tip when I'm trying to get like a very fluffy wig is I use one of my I have these like soft hair rollers that they aren't like it's not like the velcro material it's kind of like a soft material mm-hmm. and I can just brush out the wig with those and it comes up really like nice and fluffy with volume which I used for my Jean Grey wig and I'm like this is amazing and I got I got my silky and yaki in one hand and my like hair dryer in the other and I'm ready to go but silky and yaki is my best friend and I swear by it so that was like my first memory of getting ready for cons and then I drove us there. I drove us there. And our first con was like in cosplay was when OniCon was at this hotel kind of, I think it was in Memorial or something. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of like far out. Uh, and I think that was the hotel that they ended up getting kicked out of the next year. Oh, anyway, no. it was a lot. But we had a lot of fun. And then as we were leaving on that first day in cosplay, uh, we walked past someone who recognized our cosplay, and she was like, hi, hi, guys, do you always want a cookie? And we were like, oh, uh, sure, yeah. And she offered us a bag of snickerdoodle cookies that were just like, it was just a big Ziploc bag of loose snickerdoodle cookies. And we all took one, and we are like, yay, thank you. Like, see you later. Bye. And we started, like, walking out. And we are like, these are really good cookies. And we all turned to each other, and we were like, wait, I thought, wait, did you know who that was? And no, <laughs> the three of us, no one knew who she was. We had all assumed because she was so friendly that she knew one of us and she mm-hmm. was one of our friends, but she was not. So we just ate cookies from strangers and we were like, maybe we should have been like worrisome about that because we're this, this is like us, I guess 
we were 17 so we were still like like older teens but Mm -hmm. this is our first time being out like unchaperoned at a convention like far away eating cookies from strangers they were like people dressed as tentacle men around and like but they were also like nice things like little kids dressed as ghibli characters and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um yeah there would definitely be times where because i have so many cosplay friends that were just random people that i met the first few years that i was going to conventions and then we just kept in touch forever yeah but stranger like, danger there was, you, yeah there was you said listen but listen I mean, you okay never, I, we were listen, in a big PNA, yeah. you never never trust anyone you meet at a convention okay never, but I, ever. I know not I even know. if you want to no not even if you want to like end up doing a podcast with them in the future oh yeah you definitely. get what i'm getting at yeah because we met at a convention it was well, a funny joke. okay sort of we'll get no we totally later. did okay no, no sorry we, we met, met on the internet no we didn't Yes, we did. We didn't meet through a friend. We met through yeah, we online. Did. No. no. What? <laughs> Are we confused? I met, met I met our mutual friend online. On the and yes. then they were and like, was, we should hang I out at this there. con. And then you were the also room. there. And then I was like, hello, second friend. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. So we didn't meet through the internet, but you met the friend that I knew through the internet. So that makes it better. Yes. The internet is a different world now. It's 2019, yes. whatever. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke and it fell flat. This is fine. Continue your story. Okay, you know what? I don't even know what my story was. No. You were talking about stranger danger. No, you're talking about being oh, friendly with people. Yeah, cons. like it's, it's, I mean, okay, we were, I had a big friend group. And we were, we, we were always like, I always had like four or five people with me at all times. Just because that's how we were. But there were definitely moments where we were like, we would meet somebody and then they'd be like, I've got snacks up in my hotel room. I got a crock pot full of uh, queso. Would you like some nachos? And we're like, sure. And, and like and- nowadays, yeah, that's totally chill. Like, like like meeting all the new friends at KatsuCon and shit. I trust all these nerds. I trust them. Yeah. It is fun though, because it's like going to a convention when you're like, 18 or so is totally different experience from when that's very you've true you've been going for a long time and you're like 25 and you're like yes do you guys and want I, I got some vodka upstairs y'all want some and you're like and, yeah and like serious <laughs> note like I do think that you should be aware of who you talk to and hang out with at conventions especially if you're young like you and me always were go like, with friends yes always go with friends for sure and it's changed so much for us now because we've gotten older, of course. And like, we are adults and can take care of ourselves in that way. But I still am wary when I hang out, when I meet people at conventions who are markedly younger than me, I Mm -hmm. generally don't like, I'm not going to get super friendly with 18 year olds because yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially like I I don't, as an adult, I don't want to be the responsible adult who could get in legal trouble if you are found drinking like in my room, even if we're friends, but like you're underage. Like there's the whole legal standpoint of it also. Yeah. No, there like, are not, definitely not been to times. the buzz. But. No, no. I mean, it, no, it's important because it's yeah. like, it's, it's conventions are a really weird thing where it's like, and I've experienced this even to this day where you mm-hmm. do feel like, like you are in a different world. Yes. Like you are on vacation. Mm-hmm. Everybody is there. Like I've never had a really bad experience with meeting people at conventions, but th- people definitely have. Mm-hmm. And um, it's there just, are definitely like creeps out there as well. Yeah. Like I have 
had some bad experiences. Yeah. And so I mean, it's people... just it's something that you know, mm-hmm. if we're going to talk about cons and, and cosplays, it's like, yeah, it's there's there's this like weird sense of community, and you're like everybody likes the same yeah. stuff that you do and all that stuff. But at the same time, you still have to be kind of weary of people that might take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. For me because... personally, I have not had any problems, but I've been lucky. So. Yeah. But like the, these are all ages uh, events as well. So it's not just like you see little kids hanging out with their parents, but you, there are underage kids, kids who are there like unchaperoned and you got to look out for each other and also be aware of your surroundings and stuff. Yeah, because um, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't remember how cons are now. It kind of depends. But like when I did not start drinking until I was 21, which was during a convention, I would like to <laughs> add that my 21st birthday was during a convention. What? I yes. love that. I want to yeah. hear that story later. Uh, I Another mean, I never I'd never been drunk before and people bought me a whole bunch of fruity drinks at the bar at midnight. And I was like, this is fine. And then I got up and I couldn't walk. That's my story. Oh no! That's I was a like, sad "Oh story. my legs just gave out because <laughs> I was just sitting there like, oh, I don't feel any different. These are delicious though." And then, <laughs> but it was fine. I mean, it was just like, "This is a cool place to have your twenty-first birthday." Yeah, and, and then a lot I of went times, to bed early. <laughs> and a lot of times, like nowadays, as a, like adults at cons, everyone just goes there to like party and drink and cosplay. Although I find myself like I have. Like, I meet friends who are, like, a pretty, like, younger than me, and I'm like, wow, your experience of conventions is so different from when, like, I was your age. It's yeah, very funny to see the difference. But, I mean, that. like, so, I just want to say, we're just like, all, of these, all of these stories about drinking, I don't think anybody under the age of 25 listens to us, but just in case, drink responsibly, know. you know, yeah. take care, be with your friends, and, like, Take care Bring of each other. Help. Don't eat, yeah. Don't eat for leave, God's sake. Don't leave okay. any of your friends behind, especially Drink if they've been water. drinking. Yeah, oh, yeah, for like, sure. Like I, I am a pro at not getting hungover because I spent a lot of cons taking care of my friends who were hungover, mm-hmm. and then I learned how not to. Do it. And like, at, so at Katsu, there was a little bit of a joke about how like everyone is gay at Katsu, so like a lot of girls would be hit on, but then like by men but like jokes on you they're all gay now and (laughs) it's like it's like kind of funny but it's 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 nice because when I go to conventions I feel such a happy welcoming Mm -hmm. friendly vibe especially like because it feels like another connection of the queer community honestly um but back in like older times and also still now like there are adults who like prey on like younger kids and like not to mention fucking anime matsuri in general like i was wondering how long it would take before we brought them though oh god anyway oh my gosh i mean i'm so glad that like onikon was my first conventions because like good good shit those onikons run by good people but like it it just still persists that there are creeps in the community and creeps who go to these conventions and you just got to stand yeah. up for and, like yeah. like and report people if you see people doing bad shit and yeah i mean and, unfortunately yeah. this just is a problem and and every every hobby every aspect but it's like i feel like the cosplay community and the geek community even like sometimes it might be difficult because it's like i don't know a famous cosplayer or something that's Mm-hmm. you know harassing you maybe but yeah. like for the most part i feel like people are really really quick to stand up and be like hey call this guy out because yeah. he's been like you know 
doing stuff he shouldn't be and there are a lot of young kids here and i feel like we're all very i feel like there's a big connection of like mama bears like me Mm -hmm. that are in the cosplay community so i am like yeah there is a problem there's always gonna like there's Mm -hmm. a problem in every hobby but i feel like there's a lot of people here to look out for for others and to kind of i think there's to it so i think there's definitely like a, a turn in that tide and and it's because we've been around for so long and conventions have been like getting better in that way people become more aware in that way of its problems and i'm mm-hmm. ex- i'm i'm happy to see it looking up and people kind of yeah. standing up for what's right anyway i mean sorry to get so serious but yeah it is, i got it's, I got it's a thing and it's important <laughs> but um let's think of some other stuff that have like changed in the way cons con, are con culture today i mean yeah. i feel like i know we covered a, a lot of it just in terms of like i i feel like it, it's a little hard to recognize because it, is it because cons are changing like on one hand yes but also is it because I'm getting older and my interests in? Yeah, like, it's kind of hard to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially because I feel like I'm in that stage where I I still do a lot of cosplays for conventions, but I am starting to get a little a little older where I want to limit my cosplays and mm-hmm. kind of just work on the ones that make me super happy and not kill myself over stress of like piling on tons of costumes and like beating like yeah. getting out there in the heat and all these layers and mm-hmm. stuff just to like wear a pretty outfit um, yeah kind of yeah, winding exactly. down on that on that arc there yeah like I try to have like some cat either like casual cosplays like a character that is easily recognized but like in regular clothes or like yeah. just a really casual cosplay and so something that like if something came up in like a month I could be like okay well I technically have this so I could wear that I guess mm-hmm. and then like in the meantime just work on things and then yeah. when it's done it's done instead of like because oh that's man, the hardest I've, thing <laughs> yeah I know but it's like I because here's here's the interesting thing about cosplay lately because i think we both agree that back in like the mid 2000s there were just not a lot of resources and now mm-hmm. there are like there are wigs that are made especially for cosplay there's makeup that's made especially for cosplay we've got warbler which it, didn't exist before we got that. all the stuff and you it's google like, a tutorial and it, you have so many like like tutorials and lessons and and how to's at your fingertips that yeah. it helps you like grow it's, even more in that way mm-hmm yeah, because I remember, like, I don't know, I feel like a couple of years ago, maybe like five or six years ago, it's like everyone was in a race to be the first person to cosplay a new character yeah. design or something. And then, yeah. like, a week <laughs> later, someone would have the perfectly made pictures. And you're just like, how did oh. you do that? That's not oh, yeah. even fair. I mean, and it was just, it was stressful. I'm honestly surprised that I haven't seen any Scorbunny, Sobble, or Grookey Gajinkas yet. Oh, they're making uh, it right now. They'll be up tomorrow. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, it'll be up in a, in a few hours. And I, I respect the hell out of that. I respect that hustle. But, oh, am I tired. I can't even <laughs> fathom. <laughs> yeah. There is something very fun about cosplaying a character that other people haven't, though. And it's, it is it is very tricky to, to do. But, I mean, just because, like, I feel like everything is so exciting to cosplay that people mm-hmm. want to jump on it but I do love that feeling of having a character that you're like well that that character is me or like that character is my friend and like I'm always going to associate that character with my friend who I think was like such a good perfect like character face for that or interpretation mm-hmm. of that or whatever so uh, I have a question for you and it's okay oh. if you don't have an answer because it was just a question oh. I thought of right okay. now 
Is there a cosplay that's on your like eternal wish list to do list Ooh. that you haven't because you were worried that it like it got too popular or something? Oh, that question did not go where I thought it would. Um, hmm. Let me think. Well, I almost feel that way about Ichigo from Tokyo Mew Mew, frankly. I, and I, I did cosplay her last year and I really- Yeah, because I mean, I didn't even, I I didn't know what that series was called for the longest mm -hmm. time, but Tokyo I saw Mew Mew. so many cosplayers of her. Yeah, I was just like, uh, I, I don't, I, I know you because I keep seeing you, mm -hmm. but I don't know what you are. The wonderful thing about Tokyo Mew Mew is that I think the, for the people who grew up with it, now we are old enough that we have like skills and hobbies and talents that you can use to put forth to like show your expression of how, like how much you love this series. And because mm -hmm. it meant so much to a lot of people, I think it was a very big like entry comic for a lot of like, I don't know, at least me and like my friends and some other people. It's like, it means so much to me that I want to do it well, which is why mm -hmm. it's taken me so long to do it. Yeah. And I think if I had waited another year, I would have been trepidatious about doing it. But I, I also, that's kind of a feeling that I always have to um, kind of check in myself because I don't want to feel territorial about a character or yeah. feel insecure that I don't want to cosplay them because they are yeah. too popular. I and think with like, mm -hmm. I think with like the rise of social media and stuff, like I said, like this was like a yeah. few years ago where I think everybody was feeling that. And I mean, I don't feel like that anymore. Now I'm just mm -hmm. like, I don't care if this has been cosplayed a million times, I'm going to do it. But it's like... I feel like everybody just got really tired and bummed out because it was like all of a sudden yeah. you you would see someone in a different country who had just made it and you're like, oh, there's so much competition now. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, it's the competition that is, it's natural to feel that, but I think it's healthy to, like, it's healthy to, like, feel that, but then you got to realize, like, hey, it's not a competition and I am mm -hmm. going to, like, reevaluate how I feel about that in the way that if I see another Ichigo cosplayer, I'm going to be excited instead of like, yeah. oh, they're also cosplaying my character. That's embarrassing. Whatever. Yeah. Kind of like bad feelings that I don't want to feel. And instead be like excited because that's someone who shares a, like a, a love for this character with you. And it can be fun to see how people do their designs as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I like I. I'm glad I don't feel that way anymore. Same. Especially about Ichigo, because I love her so much that like I cosplay like a punk, like casual Ichigo where I can just wear all my decora like mm -hmm. accessories and I have this uh pink um crop jean jacket that I painted the her her Mew Mew, Mew Bell weapon mm -hmm. on the back and I have a bunch of like good girl, like magical girl pins and strawberry pins and stuff all over the front of it. And I love cosplaying versions of a character that are like of your own imagination, because then that is something that you like own and that you bring yourself like as as an offering to this character that you love yeah um. <laughs> like i i was just i just was reminded of a story that was kind of related to that it was my giant big cosplay friend group and i <laughs> um we we really just went to conventions during the summer so we like planned for the whole year like what we were gonna do because we always wanted to do something as a group because we had so many people and we could like we all looked kind of different we had like different hair and all that stuff so we um you know we get into kind a of, series you could, you could be all the archetypes yeah because like we had a whole fma group before and i mean oh my like God. everybody yeah and like yeah oh it was crazy like we were it was only like four of us that knew how to sew 
but we were making cosplays for like our whole group so we were oh my like God. having parties God bless we, you. we were having assembly lines and it was just it was insane but anyway so we would like all get into a series together and then we'd all want to like cosplay as somebody and like assign somebody to everybody and we almost did that with Oran High School Host Club <laughs> because we really did have like someone for everybody and then we were kind of thinking about it and we were like I don't remember when it came out but we saw it around like like I think Christmas break ish and mm -hmm. then we were like wait a minute by the time Acon or whatever other summer con shows up everybody's going to be cosplaying this mm -hmm. and and like we ended up doing something else and lo and behold we get there and it's just a sea of like those those yeah. light blue blazers everywhere we were like honestly yep. now that you mention it i think that's why it, it took me a little while to cosplay boku no hero uh mm -hmm. I, I i didn't cosplay from my hero academia i did like a todoroki once for a a fest and that was fun but I, I that was the only time i wore him until i found like a miss joke and i i wore her last year at katsu and i fucking loved wearing her because last year i did not get recognized that much because she was still in the manga at the time and she had only just arrived in the anime mm -hmm. actually no she hadn't she'd only been in cameo in the anime so people didn't really recognize me but then i cost i, I brought her back and wore her again this past year at san japan and she, her her anime appearance had just dropped so I got a lot of people who recognized me and it was such a funny juxtaposition between the first time that I wore her because people were like, oh my God, it's Miss Joke. And there were only maybe, I saw like three other ones maybe. Um, mm -hmm. But it's also very nice when you're like, I don't know, you just feel confident in a cosplay and, and really happy with how you wear that character. And I got to uh, tell really shitty jokes to cosplayers. They'd be like, oh my god, Miss Joke. And I'm like, hi, how are you? Would you like to hear a joke? And they're like, uh, okay. And I'm like, what is All Might's favorite drink? And they're like, worriedly like, uh, I don't know what. And I go, fruit punch, get it. Oh and they just groan and walk away. And I'm like, I feel so powerful right yeah. now. Uh, and especially messing with Aizawa cosplayers. There was this one Aizawa who, oh my God, this is another con story. So I- Well, that's, I, what, they, well, that's what we're here for. It's story time. That's, I totally forgot I did this at San Japan this past year. So meetups, you know, people have cosplay meetups and sometimes they are just big photo group things. And sometimes they are like panel type things. And sometimes mm -hmm. they're a little bit cringy. Um, and maybe this is just my curmudgeonly old self talking, but I don't really like interacting with a lot of babies in the fandoms all the time because it could be a lot for me on my poor nerves. Um, yeah, the, the few <laughs> meetups that I've done, and really they've only been avatar meetups, I just kind of lucked out and like everybody was over the age of like 22. So yeah, I was like, I've, hello I've fellow kids. I met some really good friends who I'm still like friends with today, uh, years ago at San Japan at a Gravity Falls meetup. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I, I love my friends that I've made there. Uh, even though now it's like, it's hard to do that sometimes. But so we showed up at this meetup. Uh, I was with our mutual friends who were dressed as Midnight and Famizawa. And we show up and it's immediately like awkward because everyone is first of all i think we show up and no one and we there, okay so there was like a hizashi cosplayer who was very friendly but also like definitely like 17 and we're like oh my little baby and people were just shouting and it was a lot and then they started like this q a session like in character q a 
which is not my thing because I do not act. I I mm-hmm. only play role playing games because I like character creation. Yeah. Uh, but role playing is like hard for me in person. <laughs> and so they had characters go up on stage just as like different characters and they would ask them Q&As from the audience and people would mm-hmm. give like answers and they were like miss joke miss joke because they had a a Aizawa up there already and they're like midnight miss joke come up here and my friend as midnight was like there is no way in hell I'm going up there and I and I, I patted them on the shoulder and I was like I will I will do this for you and I sacrificed myself to the crowd and I went up and stood on stage and it was very awkward because there were all of these teens who were like asking us questions about like who would you date out of like the people who were up there or like how do you feel about Bakugo and all this stuff and I kept like making jokes and like I may have been a little bit tipsy which is like very good and like on par for this my is a joke great persona. combination <laughs> thank you right I really love this past day in Japan it was lots of fun and I just like told a bunch of really cheesy jokes on stage and everyone groaned and like the equivalent of throwing tomatoes at me and it was very good and this I one Aizawa cosplayer was very in character the whole time and he would turn around and then like be like please don't make me laugh I'm gonna break character and I'm like oh <laughs> this is classic and it's very nice when you get those like fun moments with other fans when you're wearing the same outfit you're just like we both love these characters and we can goof around like this yeah yeah. so wearing this joke was like super fun but then this year I come to Katsukon and there's like so many missed jokes and I didn't bring her this year so I felt a little bit like maybe snooty isn't the right word but there's god I love cosplay it's it's so funny to see what the like the rise and fall in popularity of of different series oh my Mm -hmm. god speaking of which do you remember homestuck i never (laughs) got into it but i do do remember remember that was a phenomenon you couldn't walk you couldn't walk two feet without bumping into a homestuck listen and listen they came up with no they came up with cosplay makeup out of them oh i i i I respect them for their sacrifices no no no, because kids kept like getting toxic acrylic paint all over their or skin not, and then or, someone and was like how to steal their to... paint oh, oh they're so bad i feel like <laughs> so, oh, bad. This is just so many more flashbacks about this yes. <laughs> I, no, I, I just i remember. mean i saw some really i mean i saw some really cool because apparently like at some point like the main characters get like really cool um, oh yeah they're like, like outfits and outfits. stuff yeah mm-hmm. and i was like i saw some really cool interpretations of that and i was like that's cool mm-hmm. again i was never really it's, into it it's uh, a little but bit, it's i just a shame you know that it's just a shame that they got a little bit of a bad rap i do remember when econ waiting in line for three hours for registration and being trapped in the stairwell of a convention center hotel with some three homestucks in front of us who it was friday and they had not showered and the stank no. the con stank was real oh, but yeah. i also have a lot of good friends who are homesex and they're very good people so respect so speaking of meetups i have two funny stories okay um (laughs) they're they're quick though um so one of them is it was also at san japan and this was like the last meetup i remember doing it was the dream daddy meetup and it was oh my god oh my god because this was like the first like big con uh since the since it had dropped since the game came out yeah yeah and so i was like that's like the and like i meant like the perfect like cusp to like hit it at yeah and it's very funny as you co- as you cosplay more and more years to like kind of 
have that eagle eye for like, ah, yes, now would be the perfect time to cosplay this. This is the rise and the fall of this, like, the series mm-hmm. popularity. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was so funny. Like, we, we met so many cool people there, and they all got, like, funny jokes and everything. And I was like, this is good. I have not felt this in a long time, my people. And then, <laughs> so another one isn't so much a funny one, but just, like, a hilarious thing that happens at meetups. Like, meetups are just crazy times like yeah sometimes it can be kind of cringy because sometimes the people that show up are like 12 and you're like it it definitely also it depends like who's moderating it and what style of meetup it is Mm -hmm. yeah but so this was a avatar meetup the akon akon is like for me like the beginning of texas summer conventions Mm because it's in june it definitely used to be and yeah i know but turning like, into something but yeah. yes for sure yeah so, so what what year was this uh whenever mm, what 2013 whenever it was okay we, it was, we met in 2015 so this was uh avatar meetup and this was after cora ended yeah so everything was done i did a uh cosplay of asami and her like finale gown because the finale is a wedding. So everybody's mm-hmm. dressed up and everything. And she has this really beautiful red dress and stuff. And I was like, I'm making that. And I'm going to be at ACOM. And it's going to be good. And so I went to the to the meetup. And everybody was so cool. And anyway, the point of the story is that <laughs> I had two Koras that I had never met before be like do you want to take a picture with me and i was like yeah and then they got down on one knee and they like fake proposed to me that's amazing that's <laughs> and i'm very still good. friends with one of them i was just like <laughs> what because <laughs> i was like actually surprised i was like whoa it was i was like like full of Korosami feelings anyway so i was like <laughs> I, I still remember that one year i guess it was it was the sandman after I, I had met you um, because us and our mutual friend, y'all went to the uh, Avatar meetup also, and our mm-hmm. mutual friend was dressed as Korra, and there were a lot of Korras there, so they just, like, built a Korra pyramid. Oh, yeah, that and, was like, me. I was there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, was I know. On top. It was Oh, you were the one on top? Oh, wait, That's no, our friend was on top. She was no, no, top no, no. One. She was on the side because she was like Will Smith posing it. Oh, that's right. She didn't yeah. participate. It's a very good, it's a very good like photo. I mean, there were, there were too many Koras, but she there honestly, were. she got the best spot though with the sheen. Yeah, that good. was amazing. I was like, get over here. And she was like, nope, this looks like a bad idea. And I was like, honestly, probably true because like she's buff, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't trust like strangers getting into a pyramid. I wouldn't trust to be on. I don't know. It was just a rush of adrenaline. As much as I love excited. And we all wanted to fight each other. We're all filled with the Korra spirit. Yeah, that was good. I forgot about, I forgot that she was on the sideline, not helping. (laughs) As good. It was good stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I have like, I have so many good memories about Ace Attorney cosplay and Avatar cosplay. And I'm just like, yeah. those are my babies. So, oh, man. I want to cosplay what was your Avatar second story? with you. Okay, oh, no, me too. That I was both of my stories. Story. Oh, that was both of them? That's wonderful. Yeah. I, I was just that. talking about how great the Dream Daddy was. Because it's not Dream Daddy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, there was a lot of, there's a lot of cosplayers of, like, in Dream Daddy, you have, um, you know, you, you're playing a dad. And you have a, a daughter character thus making you a dad and she's very cute and there are a lot of girls dressed up as her so we were like my daughter 
look at him. Oh He's so I perfect. <laughs> it was just, it was good. It was good stuff. I want to cosplay Avatar with you really bad. And put please, and, yes. Yeah. So I, I know, like, uh, I know we were talking about how um, some cosplays are like, I feel like some cosplays are almost too precious to cosplay. And I feel that way about Avatar and mm-hmm. Full Metal Alchemist because those series mean so much to me, yet I've not cosplayed from either of them yet. I've cosplayed um, so much from Avatar and yet not enough. Right? I have cosplayed the girl that went on a date with, with Zuko. That I one girl. I love that. The yeah. Is, I, like, I was like, I nobody just, knows who I am. It's fine. If I cosplay from it, I want it to be like one of my favorite, like one of my favorite cosplays that I've made. So I have to, I want to like choose really carefully. We've talked yeah. about this before, but we'll, we'll, I'll like lay out a, a big yeah. thing of like, no, I'll let you simmer on it. It'll we'll come to you. It. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, duh, there it oh, is. Of course. The <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> well, okay. so one thing about this episode is that I know that we've focused a lot on cosplay and we talked a little bit about this before we started recording how cons now especially for us nowadays are so enwrapped in like so wrapped up with cosplay culture as well and like Mm -hmm. being a cosplayer but also like being cosplayers from different sides of things as well like we cosplay from different series that are like like you do more like cartoon stuff and I don't really do anime that much anymore now I'm kind of doing yeah I really I really don't either I Mm -hmm. I kind of do a lot of like really obscure things now but like I, I don't know my, I'm all over the place. <laughs> and I know there's like, there's tons of things to do. Like, there's a lot of con culture that you can exist with outside of cosplay. But of course, mm-hmm. like, all of our our experiences are going to be kind of like colored by that. But what I want to talk about now is our when we first met. Yes. Uh, which I would say we met online because I was with our mutual friend at the time when, uh, when I will describe to you, um, we were like, look, she was looking on Tumblr because she was dressed up as Korra. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Korra and Asami had, the series had just ended. It was Akon 2015 to set the stage. Um, and so she was dressed up as Korra and posted something on Tumblr and was looking through the Akon tags and saw a cute Asami cosplayer whose profile <laughs> picture was Emma Sky. And our mutual friend, who is the one who cosplayed Emma Sky in our very first cosplays, was like, oh my God, this person has two of my very favorite interests right now. We have to message this person. So she like contacted you and then like we met up. So I, I was just like, I was like, I'm very excited about like the the, the, the opportunity for this person to like, to like meet new cosplay friends. Cause I think this was not our first out of city con, but it was definitely like one of the first ones that we had stayed at a hotel with. I think we stayed with some uh, high school friends uh, and we didn't really have con friends yet. Wait, no, that wasn't the year I stayed with high school friends. That was the year that we crammed seven people into a room and I was miserable because I started my period on the very first day of that weekend. Oh no. And and I was wearing Maribel and it was like a hundred degrees outside and it was the yeah. fucking worst. But of course like I wore Maribel I, I remade her and wore her at Katsukon and had a lovely time. But that con was definitely like a little bit of a hellfire otherwise. Because we had seven people and I slept on the floor and there were three people to each bed. And like, I think I slept the most comfy out of anyone. But the hotel fee was really cheap. So, you know, having just graduated college, I was like all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but so that's, so we didn't have, so we didn't have that many con friends yet all the people we were rooming with were more my friends friends than mine so 
we were still kind of figuring out like the cosplay con culture because having were, just graduated were, we didn't you were getting your cosplay fam yeah get, getting our getting our, our sea legs and how like I hadn't been to a ton of conventions consistently before that like I, I would go maybe once every third of the year like maybe three in a year but after Acon 2015 I really started going to like five plus a year or whatever um how do we want to tell this story (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm just waiting on you i mean do we want to tell it like in parts do you want to like i don't know we can just we can just start well okay so i had met up with you guys we had like found each other yeah in the like atrium lobby area and and were we in casual clothes no you got you were well you were in over the garden wall weren't you because i worked I yeah, may have been casual work. yeah, that's how I met you. Oh, really? I, yeah. <laughs> was I in my world's okayest brother sweater as work? No. Oh, was I? You're I was in his like regular, yeah, his regular, his regular outfit. outfit. Yeah. Okay. And you were maybe you changed into that later. Yeah. I love work. And so, and so that's how I met both of y'all. And I was just like, "Hello, children. We should be <laughs> friends." And then, so, and then we got distracted because like y'all had your own thing, and but mostly like. We just wanted to meet up and like see each other yeah, like, in real person, yeah. and and, and then so just later like, on, to make sure like, hey, you're a normal person, we're normal people, like we can have a friendship. Oh, we were totally normal, and <laughs> so so then we met up later, and it was more of <laughs> oh, like we on. just wanted to we just wanted to hang out a little bit. Like I think yeah, you walk were, around think... the we were gonna walk around the outside the uh, mm-hmm. icon before it went under construction. Back when it was at the Anatole, it had this little uh, outside kind of. It was almost like a Japanese garden, sort of. It had yeah. like a little garden. Yeah, path there was a lot some, of like, there was a lot bridges. of Avatar uh, meetups and stuff. Like yeah, I had a lot of Avatar. Star Emblem meetup was out there yeah. too. When yeah. I like and almost died of heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the annoying part is that like it was so hot because it was in the middle of the summer, but it mm. also was so beautiful that I was just like, I, I'll 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 stay out here. It's okay. It's fine. So anyway, we're we're walking around and <laughs> we're just like t- getting to know each other and, and actually and it's, like and it's formally dark. meet. And it's yeah, like late. It's like late-ish at night. It's like it's like maybe like yeah. I don't know, seven p.m. ish. Yeah, and then something. all of a sudden. 8 Oh my god. All of a sudden. So we're walking down this path and we're just chatting and our friend is talking about this like this remember the funny like pizza story? Yes. Yeah, so fucking funny. So we're just like talking and like hitting it off and meandering and we see this group of people kind of crowded around one of the little foot bridges and these little I don't know like a rock area. In my mind mm-hmm. it's very mysterious, very um it's like like a, a meeting of uh of the gods because they're yes. all uh wearing togas were they all wearing togas well it was mostly the one guy and then he had a <laughs> bunch of friends with him and they were all everyone was drunk <laughs> they were very very drunk and there was this one man uh who was definitely in a toga and i think did he have like a wreath on his head yes i don't know but he he had a very he big had grape all over him Mm-hmm. grapes everywhere like kind of a big guy with his fabulous toga and he no, was he like had a huge goblet no his goblet yeah. was like as big as his head i know it was it was gigantic like you like you would have had to like hold it with two hands to like drink out of it but he mm-hmm. held it in one magnificent hand and he 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 greeted us like like, like we were his friends subject. 
yes like old friends but also like he was he was a a, a kind of king because he was dressed as bacchus <laughs> the god yes. of wine and partying and he was like hello there we were like startled because <laughs> we were like oh uh, he- hello spotted H- him and his like nymphs and there's like all, all these all these people his subjects and he's like they're all, how they are you tonight like, solo cop and everyone's they're just like that. drunk and like like arms around each other and they're all super friendly like hey like we had been expected at this party and that this we were all friends party. for a long time and he said how are you all today we're like fine how are, how's it going he's like would you like some ambrosia and he like held out his big goblet to us now I'm sure that I'm sure that it was fine, but a part of me was like, "Let's not take drinks from strangers." I almost said yes because my my habit is to be like, "Oh sure," but I didn't, and sometimes I regret that. I do so too. We said, so we said, "Oh no, no, thank you, Bacchus. We're fine." And he said, "As you were." He was like, "Oh, that's all right." Like, I, of I have I take no offense if you don't want a drink. I know it's not for everybody, and we're just like. Okay, bye, Bacchus. And we we walked <laughs> we'll off the at path. Each other. <laughs> like I I can't believe we literally met the god Bacchus. Yeah, I would we like met to Dionysus. I would like to emphasize. I'd like to emphasize that I had known you for about ten minutes. Yeah, before we, we like, this moment. like a like on the whole ten minutes in yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, uh, like we had just met up and we're starting to get to know each other, and then. A, a miracle happened. Yeah, and, and then a, a Greek we god, like, a Roman god, <laughs> descended we like, to us. And we we walked off, like just continuing down this path. And then their laughter and like, faded into the background. Are just they're magical places. This is wild. I remember. I just distinctly remember looking down into his goblet and thinking, "I'm okay." Like, no, <laughs> did you like see your reflection in it? I maybe I did. Maybe I saw my future. <laughs> but he was he was so friendly and. I, th- I think about that ambrosia sometimes. I do too. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm sure there was nothing wrong with it. I just the, did the not mystery, feel like partaking. The and mystery we'll of it really mm-hmm. good stuff. The 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 not knowing is what elevates it as this this mythos in my mind. Uh, and that was the first time that we met, and it was amazing. Good I stuff. hope Bacchus is okay out there. I hope he knows. I hope he knows how much he meant to us. Oh yeah, I think he does. Yeah. He doesn't, but I'm going to say that he does. No, 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 no. You you keep that out of the podcast. He must know. Oh, man. Very good. I'm so glad that we remember it the same way. It, like, I mean, I was there. God. And then we spent the rest you, of the day talking I mean, I know about you were it. There. Yeah, but like, I, I, lo- I, know, I love that it just struck us in the same way. Because it really and truly was the god Dionysus. Yeah, because I didn't even I didn't even talk to him. You did all the talking. You were just like, no, thank you. Yeah. Have a good day, sir. Just like, like, uh, oh, 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 thank you. <laughs> and, we were all like just confused out of our minds. We're like, what is happening? If I could go back in time, it was it was good stuff. I I love <laughs> conventions. I always, when I first started going to conventions, you know, I was really young, and I felt like eventually, you know, oh, eventually I'll grow out of it, and I won't have time for it anymore. But I just won't think about it because it's a long time from now. And here I am, thirty one. And I'm still <laughs> still doing it, and it's fun. And it's yeah, like I, and- I I I treat it differently. Like I go, 
you know, for different reasons now and I'm a lot more chill and I try to actually like go to panels and stuff and I don't fret about cosplay as much anymore. But like, it's so weird to me. It's been a third of my life. I can't understand. Like I said, I can't understand like a year of not going to at least one. Yeah. Yeah, I I just now focusing on like rewearing old costumes or like when I'm making new ones, finding seasonally appropriate costumes. I am very about this now, mm-hmm. like ma- making my own uh, path to happiness. But I remember when I first started going to a lot of cons after college, when I had more free time to consistently make the rounds to every single one in the Texas con circuit, me and my friend, we struggled a little bit with trying to make it the perfect con and trying to capture mm. all of that happiness distilled into that one sh- small small weekend because you put so much effort into it leading up to it to the like months before and also especially in the week before if you're con crunching it can be like hell so you want a time to like let loose and have fun and really make the most of the weekend because you're also like spending a fair amount of money for it but you still like want to spend smart and all this stuff but I remember when I made the realization like okay, it's fine. This does not have to be the perfect con. Like, that's a myth. It doesn't have to be as good as the last one. It, like, because it's not going to be the same. And so appreciating each con as a different experience um, and, like, not letting those expectations get in the way of having fun. Having that one moment where we met, where we met the god of wine and drinking was so special to that one acon that, like, I love having those little moments and, like, memories to remember each convention by. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is why I do scrapbooking now and like, I, cause I, I have a Polaroid camera. So I like taking photos and in order to remember each con. Oh because my gosh, we that, go to picture, so many. that picture of the four of us, um, at Haven Con. Oh my gosh. The little, we, it was so perfectly done. And we're like, we're all like toasting little shots that we're taking before we go to the convention, but it's mm-hmm. like this old Polaroid. And I'm like, that's. One of my favorite pictures. And all the, of me all, the ever all the taken. judgy faces, like looking at me, the camera as I, my hand is extended in the yeah. foreground, like using my little <laughs> twisted shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you judge in the moment, but then you love the photo afterwards. Mm-hmm. But but I I used to have this problem with like not remembering which cons I've been to because I started going to so many that I would forget. It, it, they would all kind of blur together. So I really try and stay like in the moment when I'm at the con to try and remember like all right, this is how I'm going to remember this convention. Because we go to so many, but they're really like the most fun little mini vacations. They really are. And I feel like conventions will always kind of be that way. As time goes on, conventions change. It's just how anything yeah, and as happens. we get older like, and our interests like we're gonna get older and maybe grow out of it, start going to less or like do find other things to be more enthusiastic about. I don't know. Like all things change. Like oh you my know, god, like, well now like, that's depressing. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, like think about it. Like San Diego Comic Con used to be like this one con that every geek had to go to, and now that it became, I don't want to say mainstream, but a lot of like big budget movies started having like mm-hmm. world premiere stuff. It became way harder to get to San Diego Comic Con. That's fair. Stuff like that, and that's just how you know, like culture changes and stuff. And but yeah, it's still, it's still. There's always, there's always something that you can find at a convention yeah. that is fun to do. What a, why I love so conventions so much. Also, <laughs> another reason why is because I've met a lot of my adult friends at cons now. So I have a 
pretty like consistent big group of friends where mm-hmm. I have a lot from like high school because I hung on to those friendships and we've all like grown together and I love them so much but I've met a lot of really great people at cons and now people I hang out with a regular basis are people who I've met at conventions and stuff and it's yeah. really nice as an adult to have that that social aspect where you can yeah. meet similar minded people mm-hmm. once you're out of school it is so hard to make friends Yep, it's and that's so just like not- hard. It's just notoriously and, hard. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's like once you get to like, as you know, in my thirties, it's like a lot of my friends have moved away for like jobs or whatever. A lot of them have gotten married, and just like don't really talk to them anymore. A lot of us just drifted apart, and so now I'm like trying to get a new like mm-hmm. set of like friend group in this new stage of my life and for me it's like that's just the best place for me to find people where like I, I get along with my co-workers and stuff and like they kind of know about like conventions and cosplay and stuff but they wouldn't have fun going to them so it's not like I can go with them to a convention yeah so it's like that's just the best plus it's like there's no icebreakers it's like hi i'm obviously in a cosplay nice to meet you now you know my hobbies (laughs) exactly like it's it feels so weird when i talk about cosplay with normal people like like co-workers like it's kind of like okay at what point do i know someone well enough at work that i can openly bring up cosplay mm-hmm. <laughs> and like at my, at my new job it's a little more easy but at, at my other job it's like only a few people know that I cosplay and then sometimes some people approach me and they're like I have questions about face paint and I'm like oh I didn't realize you knew I did cosplay yeah <laughs> I'm like oh <laughs> um cons are so nice because once you make those connections it's like it's like a meeting point so every year I know like I know I can see my friends again at this convention or we can plan to meet up at this point. It's, it's a lot. It takes a lot of the work out of, Oh, I'm going to plan a trip to Ohio to go see you. And that's, it can be like really hard to organize schedules and stuff. But Mm -hmm. if everyone's a big fucking nerd and they make costumes and they all plan to go to conventions at the same time, we all know like, yeah, we can all make that happen. Yep. It's good stuff. And like, I don't know. It's a, I feel like conventions are a really great way to meet your, like, internet friends for the first time. Yeah, that's Because, too. like, you know, I think by now in 2019, like, we don't have to have the discussion of, like, oh, well, internet friends are just as good as real-life friends. It's like, yeah, you're, you're friends. To say, like, hey, I'm going to go to a convention that's in your state or something is, like, yeah, like that's one reason to go. Yeah. yeah, and then you well, also get to, like, hang out with your internet friends, and it's it's good stuff. Like, conventions yeah. are magical places, and, and I love them. I like this episode because it's definitely, like, intro to con story time, where we have mm-hmm. had some con stories, but a lot of it has been, like, our feelings about cons in general. But I still think, like, there's a lot to expand on, especially because, like, we – we go to so many and we devote a lot of time to it mm-hmm. that and there, there, there are lots of, there's lots of stuff to do at conventions and lots, lots of things that work in with the culture that I oh, think yeah. we have other there episodes is, that we can talk about. Yeah. There is something with. for everybody. Artist alley and dealer's room for people that want to buy stuff. There's um, like tabletop games. If you want to just do that and meet people, there's mm-hmm. panels, there's, there's all yeah. sorts of stuff. And it's like, you know, if you, are remotely interested in geeky stuff and you are interested in going to a convention that's near you i mean 
I say definitely check it out. It's like you'll find something to do and it's fun and highly recommend it. And like I, I would always like grab a friend to go with you because oh, yeah. it, can, it can definitely take the pressure off of like approaching someone when you're just a solo alone. Um, and it, it like it is hard to meet people when you're just like you don't have a like like a little comfort that you can bring with you. But that's kind of the that's the cool thing about cosplay is that it's such a icebreaker. Because yeah. that's how I've met a lot of my friends from conventions is mm-hmm. just we were cosplaying something that they liked. And then you strike up a conversation and you're like, oh, cool. We should be friends. Yeah. And then you or are. Like, and then we're like, yeah. I and like I like I've made lots of friends through other friends who cosplay. Like I meet up with a friend that I'm doing our cosplay with and then they introduce me to their friends. And then we all just like chill and sit on the ground at the con and like eat chipotle or mm-hmm. we all drink from our open solo cups in the middle of the convention <laughs> center because that's legal question mark i don't know i'm still it's like it's not still you just don't get rules. it's you just you, nobody cares people, people just like fill up like like plain clear water bottles with like cranberry vodka soda whatever and i'm like that's clearly okay, not well, water in that ozarka I'm, bottle i am but, right here okay listen this is not judgy at all but i'm just like i am i we've talked Look, about this okay maybe good, i so. will get a coke bottle pour I mean, out like a third of it and then i gotta fill it up with something and i'm like well got my i try here. and match i try to match the color of what i'm like what the bot what the liquid is supposed to be if i'm using a bottle that's a uh, that's clear but i like the idea of our friend who has a flask that is shaped like a umbrella so yes. it's literally it <laughs> literally looks like a collapsed travel umbrella but you twist off the little handle cap and it you find out that it's just totally empty and it's a flask so yep. that's it's brilliant mm-hmm. yeah let's, let's tell our sneaking, viewers how to sneaking, sneak in alcohol how you, how you sneak in alcohol and snacks to conventions yeah yeah cons didn't used to all be about drinking and to some extent some of them aren't but some of them very much are as the most older of drinking them are populace but like you can have fun in a con without drinking also like, I don't want to be like, we drink all the time and blah, blah, which like, we, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't. really only drink at conventions yeah. just because it's like, why not? It's fun. Yeah. And I I'm feel like I'm to, allowed to because I'm an adult. Yes. I am also getting to that adult age where my body is like, oh, haha, you wasted your precious youth years not drinking. So <laughs> now I will punish you for that. And I'm like, cool, this is fine. <laughs> I my stomach hurts all the time now. It's fine. It's fine. I'm a bird's body. So hey, we- actually, what is our topic for next week or next time? Time um, doesn't matter. Do you know what it is? Because I don't. Yeah. Well, there's a certain movie coming out next week. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, you see, my brain is so taken up with like Pokemon and Dark Phoenix right now that it's I okay. Just- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, next week Captain Marvel comes out. Yes, very very excited. I'm gonna and we're try both and see gonna it see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're both gonna see it kind of in the middle of the week, and then we'll talk about it later. I'm very excited. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot. It, it's also gonna be like a kind of first impressions episode because mm-hmm. we will have only had chance to see it once. I'm gonna try not to cry. I'm gonna cry in the movie, but I'm gonna try not to cry on on our podcast. I'll make so. fun of you, and then you'll stop crying. We'll see. Well, that'll just make me cry more. <laughs> I'll be like, stop it. I have a very delicate constitution. I, I don't know. like to be bullied. Okay, you're a, you're a, you're a don't bully very... me. I cry. I swear to God. 
I You're a very delicate God, flower, it. I know. Thank you. Mm. Says the woman named Peony. But <laughs> this has been fun. I hope you all have enjoyed listening to our con story time. Yes. We have many in these we have many stories in these many years of cosplaying and conventions. And but it's nice to take come. a trip down memory lane. I love cons. It's good. Cons are great. I can't wait for cons. The great thing is, is like as soon as one's over, you just start looking forward to the next one. It's True. a vicious cycle. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode. It was fun. <laughs> At least it was fun for me. It was fun for me too. That's all that really matters. And join us next week for Captain Marvel. Woo! And in the meantime, stay magical. Stay magical, everybody. Just Bye. like Bacchus. <laughs> just like Bacchus. Yes. Oh, God bless him. Wherever you are, hope he knows. He knows. He knows everything. He's he's partying <laughs> all the time. He knows. All right. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>